like run out in the streets, hug each other, lick each other, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but we came out of it. Okay, what's going on, everybody? This is Uber from Rock Paper Cilantro Podcast. You can tell how long it's been. You know? <laughs> yeah, apparently we're still a thing. <laughs> it feels like the 2020 was a, a bit of a year that got away from us and we didn't really do anything about you don't say yeah but then as as the years go by like we've had conversations about this in the past where the older you grow the faster the kind of time slips away from you yeah that definitely probably has something to do with that so as is tradition we're gonna pick right back up from our cheesy Right, yeah. So, like, you know, so today, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about passion fruit. From what I know, a lot of people know about it, but I don't know that many who actually have consumed it. And that's what the lessons of this pandemic is kind of like. We we know about it. We've heard about it. Just like a passion fruit, when you cut it open, it is not at all what you expect it to be. So a lot of the lessons that I learned personally during the pandemic are not at all how I thought I would learn about certain things. But here we have it. It's a fucking passion fruit. Nasty looking in the inside. And that's how a lot of my lessons have been throughout the year. In terms of COVID, luckily, that's how I feel about that, too. I never had COVID, right? But I've heard about it enough and all of that. And uh, it was enough. So let's... (laughs) It was was enough for me. You know, I don't really need to taste it. I'm good. That's enough to make it legit. (laughs) So here's a good segue into what we're going to talk about. What we're going to talk about is essentially, I guess, observations or lessons we might have taken away from this time. So this is a good segue for it, which is with people who... Who might have had COVID around us or, you know, things that we see in the news, things that we continue to see in the news, for example, the fourth wave. And, you know, on paper, uh, it's even worse than before, yet there are no lockdowns. But then the threat of the variants and what that's going to mean for the future. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of fear porn in general, is what I'm trying to say, that comes from the media. Yeah. And what ends up happening is that people become scared okay and when people become scared they are irrational uh now what i'll say about myself and kind of looking back at at it as an observation from the perspective of those around (coughs) as well we bought into that too the funny thing is that with the virus being i guess harmless (laughs) for most of the people who get COVID and the fact that now majority of us have had vaccines on top of that. And yet still here we are buying into a little bit of that fear, which makes you do a double take, right? Is that on top of everything, the virus being harmless for Mm -hmm. majority of the people Mm -hmm. on top of vaccines that we have now, we're still fearful media does tend to actually verberate any situation really but at the same time that the fear that exists i think it is justified and people should be scared because sure covid is harmless for most people that it has affected but in the same time you never know that you never will actually know that how it's going to affect you because a lot of people have died from it especially elderly people like even among like my 
uh, extended family and whatnot. Like there's been like so many stories and stuff like that. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, that's gonna happen if like people who are, it doesn't affect that badly if they are just being more careful. Just because it doesn't affect you, the COVID is not affecting people to the degree that the media is always saying that it is, especially a younger demographic or whatever. That is no reason not to actually be careful or fearful. Because if not you, you might affect somebody in close vicinity to you. Therein lies a lesson, is that how were you able to observe your risk assessment for it? Because for me, what I did was I educated myself mm -hmm. about the threat, as they say. Right. And, you know, generally, like initially, for example, when there were lockdowns and we were feeding into all this hysteria about it. Yeah. Yes. So people were extremely careful. People were extremely scared about it. People started to question whether or not they could accurately assess risk with all of this okay is it on surfaces is it on clothes is it in the air what do we need to do how do we need to sanitize sure how do we need to conduct ourselves socially hindsight's always 2020 but when you start to realize what's happening now and with the education around you i guess you take away learnings as far as uh, how you can assess risk around this for me, I'm not saying I am extremely well versed in everything COVID related, but I have done my due diligence and research and read up on things that I thought, okay, it would probably be helpful if I knew a bit more. So whenever I do that, that still doesn't actually give me the comfort that I need because at the end of the day, the only person I'm really accountable for is myself. So knowing all the risks and doing assessments and things like that, I can only do that for myself. But people around me, just generally speaking, are idiots. I don't know what they have done or what they're doing or this or that or whatever. That always kind of kept me on my toes, despite the fact that I am, I got my parents and, and that actually eased a little bit of tension. They got vaccinated really early on. So even though I was a little apprehensive about it, just knowing that they are fully vaccinated, it gave me a little bit of comfort. I'm like, oh, okay. Essentially, yeah. at the end of the day, for me, it's like, yeah, like, you know, I'm careful, I'm doing certain things. But when I look around and whatnot, I'm not so sure about the people I'm around. Yeah, right. And I'm not even talking about family or friends, but just out and about, you know, grocery store or what have you, like just the carefreeness I see in people pisses me off, because I'm not worried about myself anymore. I'm just worried about people that COVID can actually harm big time. Yeah, they're in lies a little bit of insight there as well is a matter of acceptance where a lot of us are going to have to accept at some point that this is going to be a bit of an ongoing thing where we are going to be continually assessing risk and we are going to come across people that don't adhere to certain rules i guess you want to call it that they're not adhering to right. for the greater good I suppose. And not getting vaccinated. Like people are losing their patience for the unvaccinated. And, you know, like it's not that far off to consider that maybe next year we are going to need like booster shots or whatever. It is to kind of continually fend off this thing. Yeah. The sooner we get the other countries vaccinated, the better it'll be for the entire world. Sure. 
I just feel like all this is handled really poorly, to be honest, uh, on our part. I guess even when we were going through the restrictions, heavy restrictions and lockdowns, did you kind of pick up on certain things about the level of patience that you have for people and how long it's taking and like just frustrations around when are we going to get at it? <clears throat> no, it was the opposite because me and uh, my sister were actually talking about it not too long ago because I was just driving. It was really busy, right? I forget where we are even going, but I guess I was just impatient. And I'm like, you know, I really miss the lockdowns <laughs> because I'll just get out and dude, like I would get from point A to point B in like no time. And now it's like point A, point A, point one, point A, point six, <laughs> point A, point eight. And I don't even care about B anymore. I'm like, I just want to go home now. <laughs> so there is the area which is kind of contradictory uh, about what I learned about myself when like, you know, because I really gave it a thought. I'm like, OK, well, on one hand, that was super nice. Like, you know, the streets just opened up. right? Like, like, you know, me personally, I didn't have a lot of things that was up to somebody else to do. So I had to wait a long period of time because there's a staff shortage or what have you. I didn't deal with that. Things were quiet. Things were nice. Um, in the same time, as time just went on, yeah, I really craved like just <laughs> being out and about and just being like, you know, in, in social settings, like be it in restaurants or be it like, you know, some kind of activity we're doing, like, I don't know, bowling or, right? I crave that also. And I still kind of do because to be honest, like, yeah, when things start opening up a little bit, life is busy. So, you know, I didn't find any opportunities to be like, yeah, let's like, you know, go crazy or whatever. That's what I learned about myself. Like I need both. I need that quiet, but I also need to be social. There's that. And I know like that social aspect for a lot of people, it just drove them nuts. Right. I realized that. So I'm probably like in the minority about being cool with the yeah, lockdowns. Yeah. There was a lot of frustration from, uh, I guess, just on my own kind of observing when it would be that we would kind of like get together in a group or whatever. And like do the very thing that we, I guess, took for granted at times. Just socialize. Just the normal things, right? I just observed that as a little bit of a frustration. Honestly, if I'm telling you, like, if I, let's say I'm on my own and there's a pandemic and literally there's only work that I have. Nothing else. Because for a lot of people, it was like that. And so... Just imagine how kind of wild it drove them. Yeah. No, I felt that myself. I'm like, man, like, this is all it is. Every day, just wake up. Well, you know, I should, and this is not complaining, honestly, because, yeah, like, we have, we have it pretty good. We wake up, then just sit down on the chair right in my room and start working, <laughs> right? And then, and then get off that chair and then just move, like, just move over five feet. Yeah. And then, like, watch TV or play games or whatever. That was every day. And I'm like, yeah, bro, like, I need to, like, see my friends and yeah. do shit. And despite the fact that I know that they're just going to talk about the same thing we always talk about. Right? <laughs> do the same thing we always do. Exactly. Right. And, but it's it's the same but different from the every day. Yeah. So I felt that, too. And time to time, I still feel that. Right. But uh, it all just stems from like uh, early on, really early on when all this was starting. I was 
super, super worried about my parents, right? Because health-wise, they're like, they're good. They're okay. Uh, thank God for that. But they're like not like in the best, like they're diabetic, you know, high blood pressure, this, that, whatever. So I feel like they're very susceptible to like, uh, you know, anything. Because my dad, he wasn't feeling very well, like just like a week ago, as you know, right? Like, so I feel like all it takes is just a little bit for my parents uh, to just be severely affected. So when I think about that, then I think about all of our parents and then my mind goes to places like, okay, like, you know, thankfully all our parents, my friends' parents, they're vaccinated as far as I know. But then I start thinking about like, just elderly people in general. I'm like, well, I feel what if like, you know, the people they're around, they're not vaccinated. What if they somehow they get affected by some douchebag who's like in the emergency room with them or whatever for some other reason. And then like, you know, they catch COVID somehow. I don't know. I guess I have a soft spot for like elderly people. I just feel bad. I'm like, okay, like, you know, they lived all their life. They're coming to an end and it should just be natural, right? Like, why be like, you know, as a society, why should we be douchebags and just try to like fucking kick them off a cliff? People who are affected severely and have died from it, man, like it is no joke. When I say I've done some research, yeah, unfortunately, I came across a bunch of stuff and just a full description, like a very, very visual description of what it actually happens to them. I legit was so scared all day after reading that. I couldn't get it out of my head. I'm like it's the kind of stuff that you wouldn't wish for your worst enemies. no no Let's I, would, I would I would <laughs> I would I would I totally would like you know it's good that you bring up parents so just being at home and spending a lot of time with parents I think we made this insight on another podcast which was around starting to see them as people not necessarily your parents right. I'm not sure like for you how that was throughout the pandemic but for me I was able to understand certain things about my parents where they were coming from what ticked them off what their frustrations were I guess it was just day to day spending a lot of time at home got to see a lot of that and I guess to a certain degree got to appreciate it as well it's an interesting time to be able to if you're in that situation where you are at home with your family you're spending a lot of time with your family that for most of us it's not going to come back in the future you know like this was that opportunity to I guess just be with your loved ones and appreciate that time that you spend with them because I heard this on a podcast where it was these people were discussing how you know being out in a different city with their families what they would do is come back to the city for certain occasions okay throughout the year mm. like Christmas for example mm -hmm. they essentially figured out with the way that they their parents were in their age they were going to be able to see their parents on 15 20 occasions and after that they would be gone and it really kind of put it in perspective yeah right is that okay how much time are you able to spend and if you have that luxury yeah. to do it maybe you're in the same city are you taking steps to meet with them often or like spend time with them i know our lives get busy and this and that but it made me think about it from a different lens. yeah no i know what you mean gotta keep in mind that every family is a little bit different and whatnot like despite the fact that i feel like i love my family despite all the craziness and everything like you know we're still a pretty 
normal family, to be honest. But at the same time, like, you know, I think I brought it up in a podcast before where like we're all just kind of off doing our own thing. Even if we're all in the same house, we're all like off in our own separate lives and uh living under the same roof doing different things and then every now and then we cross paths you know going up the stairs down the stairs type of situation (laughs) or whatever but we're all just kind of off and it's been that way for so long i don't think that that's gonna ever change at this point because any effort we have made effort to change that but it always just reverts back to the normal like Mm -hmm. and that's the natural way of anything really everything will always try to if they're out of alignment or whatever it's always going to try to correct its path and go back to the normal whatever that normal is i guess spending a lot of time at home with your parents did you kind of take away any nuggets as far as maybe you became a little bit more patient or or what have you no i'm definitely a lot more patient than uh, with my parents and i don't know if that has anything to do with like the pandemic itself and because we uh, spend a lot of time together because I didn't really feel a difference and I feel like my family they would say the same thing like yeah this is how it's always been with this type of thing what ends up always happening is that uh, there are certain ideas or whatever and I'm constantly fighting against it ultimately I have to always give in because again they're my parents and they're stubborn and that patience came when I realized okay I think it would be just better instead of putting up that fight that I always do just do it because ultimately that is where i'm gonna arrive anyway after that long fight and i'm like gasping for air down on my knees huffing and puffing i give in so rather than that fight let's eliminate that fight and then just do it <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> right? quicker. yeah I, i'll just get there quicker because the end result's the same so that patience that's where it kind of came in i'm like okay you know what let's just do it If there's a lesson I took away about my family because of COVID and everything is that despite all the bitching I do about them, we are strong enough that something like this wouldn't shake us up. Nothing has really changed at all within our family because of COVID, despite like, you know, things were was business as usual. And I'm I'm actually kind of happy about that. I'm like, yeah, yeah you know what? I mean, knock on wood, right? Yeah, because yeah. like with this thing, it's very unpredictable yeah. and it very easily could have gone there. Exactly. It's not like, oh yeah, just because we spent more time with each other, there were more arguments, more fights, more <laughs> this and that. It wasn't nothing like that. It was just business as usual. Someone does something dumb or someone says something dumb and then there's a little bit of bickering and then it's back to normal. Like, oh, who used this cup? who the fuck is oh that was me <laughs> you know like it's, it's always like small shit like that is nothing like you know yeah so nothing major yeah you know when we had that podcast about self-care i really kind of started thinking about it afterwards in terms of just having a lot of time on my hands even for sleep as well right just because now that that commute is no longer there because you're working from home uh taking care of your sleep you know, you literally have no excuse not to do it. So it becomes one of those things with self-care is that now that you do have the time and from the perspective of, okay, if you want to be able to take uh, your health and you want to be able to take it to the next level, now is the perfect time to do it because, man, like getting something like this and having something else on top of it, like a comorbidity or whatever it is, it's only going to make things tough as we've seen. 
with people who have that shit. Multiple comorbidities, those are usually the people who are in the hospitals or in the ICU beds. And I couldn't be happier when the decision was made. When they opened up the gyms, sleep, I've been able to improve. I have no excuse yeah. not to. Skincare a little bit as well. Uh, I got to be a little bit more consistent there. But gym, I was super happy. Yeah. Then now, okay, now more so than ever, it is time to double down on this because if something like this comes along again, fitness is the only thing you have. Now your health is the only thing you have. Yeah. And it's and if it's not a good foundation, then you're on a slippery slope. Yeah, sad to say this, and I can't believe we're here again. <laughs> but, you know, when it comes to like self-care and all of that, like, yeah, like, you know, I had a pretty great run there and just kind of fell off. And I'm like, I've been thinking about that, especially the last few days, because I started up again doing all those things that I talked about dur- during our uh, self-care thing. I'm like, why did it fall off in the first place, right? Like nothing even happened. Did I just get lazy or what the hell was it? And I can't find the answer. Maybe I just got lazy. Maybe, I don't know, whatever the hell. But yeah, like honestly, that is a great point that you bring up that now is the time to really take care of your health because of the abundance of time we have. I went through that podcast and I did see myself even like not taking it again, like seriously. Yeah. And I thought, well... I don't have an excuse. And that irked me so much. I was like, I don't have an excuse. I should really be up on this. Yeah. And you know, maybe what it was is the fact that don't overwhelm yourself with all of this in the same time. And I feel like maybe I ended up doing that, right? I was so like obsessed with the like self-care thing, right? I put too much time into it. And then as you know, when you do that with anything, there's like a bit of a burnout, right? And I'm like, okay, maybe this is a little too much or whatever. So I'm like, okay, you know, you gotta just do it to the point where it just feels natural, right? You know, when you didn't take it seriously and whatnot, and when you started up going to the gym and everything, I'm like, you know, I feel like you're do- you're on the right path and doing it the way, like, you know, pretty chill, right? So you're doing that now, which is great. I need to hit the gym too, but I need to work my way up there, seriously, because I don't think I'm going to be effective at the gym right now. Yeah. And, and to be fair, that's the other thing I was thinking about. Because of this pandemic, the amount of people who are already not that active, right? And now they're even less active. They're like nearly like those people from Wally, right? Yeah, because their bones are eventually yeah, gonna- Yeah, no, dude, like my legs, like uh, I told you this like earlier when I came, like me just walking normally, right? From like here to somewhere, my feet are killing me. And I'm like, this is absurd, dude. Like this is nothing <laughs> compared to the normal amount of walking I used to do before. Uh, that's something to watch out for. And that's another thing I learned. Watch out. Be active, people. Be active. Because this, it's probably ruining your health in ways that you don't probably like fully understand yet. I was actually going to say that very same thing is that I think now the onus, I guess, is on every one of us to start holding the people around us a little bit more accountable. And just using this very same uh, time period as a basis to get them motivated. Uh, I guess even to just educate them about the fact that like, if something like this comes along and you don't have a good foundation, like it, it just doesn't bode well. Right. And or it's, it's time. Yeah, no, I'm 
with you on that 100%, but I'll take a different approach, right? And if this offends anybody who's listening, then that's your problem. But, you know, you can try to educate them all you want or whatever. But in my experience, I've always failed because people are just stubborn. So just make fun of them. Make them feel like shit about themselves. And that usually does the trick. And they're going to get off their fat ass or inactive asses and actually do something about it. So try that approach because I've had more success with that. The guilt trip. Hey, it's what uh, parents did. I mean, they're on to something. Yeah, they're on to something. I mean, they couldn't have done everything wrong, you know? Like... I think generally this was going to be a little bit of a short session. I don't, I'm not sure if you have anything, but the last thing that I have is the, it centers around the abundant amount of time that came with this was an opportunity to reflect on certain things in the past. I'm not sure if you had an opportunity to do that. I spent far too much time constantly being in my head, reflecting and whatnot. And I did that not like... Oh, like monthly or bi-weekly every day for the longest amount of time. And my friends and uh, family members, they told me like, yeah, like relax, you know, like what I did is instead finally relax, relax and just chill and not like think, overthink things and think about like myself and my life and people in my life to death because I was doing that constantly, like constantly sleep, brushing my teeth, what have you, like all the time, too much of anything. It doesn't matter what aspect or what thing or food even, whatever it is, is not a good thing. Yeah. It always has detrimental effects. I was getting to that point and it started to ease up a little bit I when I got a new job and stuff like that. And then, you know, after that, I just was still reflecting and whatnot but as time went on and I had more free time and I was like it just felt like I could breathe I was relaxing a bit more and then I just kind of let it go I'm like you know what man it's all good like I guess now I gotta make up for all the time that I it wasn't a waste like all the time I put into just reflecting about who I am who I want to be where I am in life the people in my life my relationships this and that now feels like a good time to take a break The pandemic provided me that opportunity to finally have that breathing room. So that's what I did. And I had this conversation with Aziz not too long ago, and he's like, about damn time. Believe it or not, (laughs) there were a lot, like, you know, a lot of conversations I had about reflections, this and that with my other like other friends and family members and they all thought I could use a little bit of break and they were right I feel like that it did me good like because I feel like I have more clarity now okay. like you know because a break always helps like even you know it's a thing it's actually a real thing like even people who are hardcore at the gym it is recommended that I forget the exact math but it was something along the lines of 60 days of working out consistently yeah, there should be like a gap of like a seven day or whatever because a break is always going to be useful that's what i did with my abundance amount of time it's just relax <laughs> like you know for me there were certain things i guess certain regrets uh from the past that i kind of spent some time going through and i was able to i guess for me like the only way that I'm able to move past the regrets that I have yeah. from the past is just be a little bit more lenient with myself, forgive myself yeah. and just try to make amends with myself yeah. and yeah. then just move on. So I provided those opportunities for a little bit of that yeah. to happen, which was nice. Yeah. And yeah, like the break is nice. Obviously you do everything in moderation. Moderation is key. Yeah. Uh, same goes for reflecting. Yeah. Um, 
there's people who, you know, by the sh- sheer amount of time that was available to them, they <laughs> lived inside their head. And that's, you know, not a good thing. So, yeah. But honestly, though, like one thing I definitely learned is that I am such a motherfucker. <laughs> no, I wasted so much of the time that was granted to me. Like, it was nice. It was nice that I got to relax. But, you know, there's that other part of me, which you're familiar with, right? Like, you know, that need to do useful shit all the time, right? I just feel like I wasted so much of that time. And that's a thing that I learned about myself is that I'm a nightmare. I am a complete nightmare, right? Like, it's like, I'm never happy. I'm never happy, right? I'm never happy no matter what the result is. Oh, I relaxed. Oh, I relaxed too much. Oh, like, you know, I was productive. Oh, I waste, I I was so focused on being productive. I didn't relax. You know, I'm never happy. (laughs) It's a, well, I mean, like it's an it's an inner turmoil that yeah. majority of us go through. Right, is that there's a sense of guilt that comes through yeah. with having done something to the extreme or what have you, and then yeah. thinking that okay, the flip side could have been uh, equally as fruitful, right? right? But then not getting the opportunity or whatever. It's a constant uh, inner turmoil. But I guess going forward, like hopefully, all of us have gained that insight about time. Is that with time, you can do a lot of beautiful things if you have the motivation to get behind these things yeah. and follow through. On the other end, like what you said, that it can offer a sense of relaxation as well. This is kind of like that cliche, like, oh, there's two kinds of people in the world. And then, you know, they give you like 3,000 variations of whatever. It's kind of like that where it's like, well, there are people who can utilize this time for themselves and only for themselves to actually like, you know, reflect and get their life back in order or whatever. And then there's the other side who can actually just use it to take a break. Yeah from a hectic life that they maybe have been leading forever, right? So it gave that opportunity. So like, yeah, like COVID did a lot of bad things, but when I was talking to my brother, like there were a lot of good things. And I know these are all selfish, personal things, but we we actually shared a lot of things with each other that a lot of good came out of this pandemic as well. And I know that's going to piss off a lot of people out there, but that's my personal truth, at least. You know, people would be lying if they said that, even for selfish reasons, that, hey, like nothing yeah. good came out of it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good did. And I would imagine for a lot of in- introverts out there, this is like the time to be alive, you know? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really live it up, <laughs> but separately in their own homes. Like band together. But separately, that's always the dream for a true introvert. Well, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more of this because, like I said, I never actually felt like, yeah, it's done now. It's over now. So we might have another discussion about this. And who knows, by that time, we'll utilize our time some other way. Right. And we will have more lessons we have learned by that time. If I learned anything about anything (laughs) in 2021 is you re-put yourself. And I'm talking about humanity in general. If there's a thought that you want to leave your listeners with, what would it be? My thought would be that, hey, like, if you haven't had the opportunity or, or time to think about certain things that you learned, for example, just recounting, not that we're out of this thing altogether, but if you get an opportunity to think about what you learned or the lessons you took away from the time that you had, how you managed your time, 
that's one thing as well to try and think about throughout the abundance of time that you were provided with. Maybe give it a thought. You'd be uh, it'd be interesting to see kind of where you end up with uh, with that thought process. Yeah, honestly, like uh, the thing that I would leave people with is something I already just uh, said earlier. But basically, it's along the same lines as what you just said. Like, just think about the time you've had and the time you might still have. Think about how you utilized your time and does it align with what you wanted it to be. If not, then try to change that. We're not in a lockdown or anything anymore, right? So I would imagine things are picking up for everybody. But I imagine you still probably have a lot more free time than you normally did before the pandemic. So just think about that time and how you should be using it, how you want to. Actually, at the end of the day, think about how you want to spend that time and need to spend that time. Sometimes we're overly concerned about how things should be done rather than what we really want or need. Yeah, that was the one of one of the biggest things that I took away. I'm like, yeah, you know what, man? I always felt bad about it, just so you know, the way I was utilizing my time. But then, you know, there's always that voice that came back and it wouldn't be just my voice. It would be Refit's voice. It would be like, you know, it would be uh, Aziz's voice. It would be Afrin's voice, all my friends' voice. That would like... It, it, it's like an echo that's like reaching uh, out to me from my past where they were just like, okay, just, just, just calm the fuck down and relax. So I'm like, yeah, you know what, man? I think that is what I need. Honestly, you probably might not ever get, get this time again because of the pandemic. You might not get it again ever. Right. That's the thing. Because life is busy. Life is hectic for everybody. So use this time wisely. Use it for yourself is what I would say. One other thought I'll leave with uh, everyone is uh, not to get too meta about this, but like we'll unpack this maybe again in another podcast is uh, try to pay attention to what you've already paid attention to and what you continue to pay attention to yeah and that's it awesome and so next time we are going to dissect dissect i like that okras what is it all about what the fuck is an okra in the first place and why don't we hear more about it i like that you know why i like that yeah why is that <laughs> Homer. <laughs> it's because you jumped in. Yeah. I was going to jump in and fuck everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not going to let that happen again. So, <laughs> Okay, well, I guess we'll leave it there. Um, take care of yourself. I think that's the only thing I can say at this point. Yeah. Don't let the, the actual virus get to you. And when I say the actual virus, I mean other people. <laughs> Peace out. Not the wires. We'll talk to you guys in the next. Bye. Bye.